Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and welcome to Roadhouse Wellness, fitness for regular people. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about how to create a home gym for about 100 bucks or less. That's really going to be functional, and it's not going to take too much space. Because the problem is, is that not everyone wants to go to a gym. And I am one of those people too. Uh, I go to the gym probably half the time. If I'm working out, let's just say, if my goal this week is to work out, let's just say, four times a week, I would probably go to the gym two of the days, and then the other two days, I would just work out at home. And one of the benefits of working out at home is obviously the convenience, and I like to do it in front of a TV, uh, whether I'm watching a show on Netflix or Hulu or something like that. You know, it's a 30-minute show or I put on an hour show. I just go right to it. But one of the strategies... Uh, one of the home strategies of, of a home workout for me is to do uh, is to work on specific muscle groups that I want to work on. For example, let's just say my my deltoids, my shoulders, or my traps, or my biceps, or my triceps, or my chest. I will work on one specific muscle group for the whole duration of the time. So I'll talk about that in just a little bit. So this is definitely the podcast episode for those that just don't want to go to gym. I mean, whether you don't have $10 to sign up for for Planet Fitness or you just don't want to go to gym because you're a little bit embarrassed. And it's surprising, but there are many, many individuals out there that are just kind of very self-conscious about going to the gym. Not because of how they look, but more so as they don't know what to do. They don't want to go in there and feel stupid because they're... You know, there's a lot of eyes looking at you, and there's a lot of good-looking people, and a lot of people in in great shape, and it just kind of makes that environment just kind of makes people feel very insecure. And I totally understand that uh, because the gym is not for everyone. So today, I'm going to teach you, or we're going to discuss on how to create a functional home gym. Whether you live in a one-bedroom condo or you're living in a 10,000 square foot home, but I'm going to recommend a few pieces of equipment that is not going to take a lot of space and you can buy it all on Amazon. So before I do that, I'm going to talk about the pieces of equipment that I don't recommend buying, that take up too much space, that are overpriced, and some of these equipment is just too high impact, uh, specifically like on the knees and then on the back, that's just not good for you. So the first thing is, let's work from the bigger equipment and work our way down. So the one thing I think is a total waste for a lot of people is the recumbent bike. And a recumbent bike is the exercise bike that you sit and then you have these pedals in front of you. It's extremely low impact. And I don't recommend a recumbent bike unless you're extremely old. So let's just say a recumbent bike is, is perfect for the person that maybe has a hernia because you can't really work your upper body because you don't want to tear any more muscles in your lower abdomen. So a recumbent bike is very low impact. Or for the senior citizen, if you're like in your late 60s, 70s, 80s, or even 90s, a recumbent bike is very good for you because it's low impact, but it's enough to give you some sort of exercise. But for the person that doesn't really have the serious injuries or suffer from a lot of pain or even old muscles or just old rickety bones, 
I really don't recommend a recumbent bike. I'm going to do another podcast. I'm going to recommend a lot of home equipment um, that is very functional and gives you a full body workout. I talk a lot about the Schwinn Airdyne machine, the Airdyne bike. It's one of my favorite pieces of equipment. Another one is I've never been big on your very typical uh, elliptical machines, but the one elliptical machine that I do like is the Bowflex Max Trainers. Those are fantastic machines, but I'll save that for another podcast. So I definitely don't recommend a recumbent bike. Treadmills are great uh, because there's a lot you can do on it. Uh, and, you know, universal machines like a Bullflex universal machine or Nautilus universal machines, those are good if you have more, if you have more room in your house. But other than that, I really don't recommend big equipment because most of the time, they just collect dust. So the equipment I'm going to recommend are just a few pieces that you can put in your closet. You can put it on the, in the living room or your bedroom. You can put it on your bed uh, because it's not going to take up a lot of space. And when you feel like you want to work, do a workout in front of a TV, it's perfect for that occasion. So the first equipment that I recommend are sandbags. Not just any old sandbags you see in a construction site, but sandbags. So if you type, if you go to and you can buy all these things on Amazon. So if you type up sandbag sandbags on the exercise uh, on the exercise tab, you will see a number of different sandbags. And these are these have been around. I would say probably for, they've really become popular the last five to maybe seven years. And they're fantastic pieces of equipment. I mean, one sandbag, you can do, jeez, you could do so many exercises with them. Because imagine this. So imagine a sandbag the size of a small duffel bag, like a, like a gym bag, or like a duffel bag that you, uh, like a carry-on. And these sandbags have uh, little pockets inside or little bags inside that you can load up with sand, and they can fluctuate in different weights. So for an example, you can buy sandbags that are only 10 pounds or 20 pounds, and they go all the way up to like two to 300 pounds. But what I'm gonna recommend are sandbags that are in the, let's just say, between a 15 to 50 pound range. My sandbag, actually I have three of them. So I have one that's 25 pounds, uh, I have another one filled at 50 pounds, and I have another one filled at 75 pounds. But the one I use the most is the 25-pound bag. So and again, imagine a duffel bag. Now, all around the duffel bag are handles. You have handles in the front, on the sides, on the back. So you could do so many different exercises from curls, military press. Uh, you can do power cleans. You can squat with it. There's just a number of different exercises. They're so diverse and they're very well made. I mean, depending on the quality, you can't really slam them on the ground uh, like those uh, like those big high-impact balls that you can slam to the ground. They're not really meant for that, but if you're doing power cleans, you're slamming them every once in a while, it's okay. But the average sandbag that's 50 pounds or less, you can buy for $30. It's very inexpensive. And if you want to get sand, just go to a nearby park and just go. That's what I did. <laughs> I just put, I just put, you know, scooped a bunch of sand in my bags. Sandbag, highly recommended. And just that alone 
is enough to complete your home gym. Because you can sit there in front of the TV watching, I don't know, if you're watching the Kardashians or if you're watching something, you know, some nature show or you're watching, you know, reruns of Game of Thrones. You can sit there and you can just do curls. You can do military press. There's just so many great exercises, even deadlifts. Uh, you know, bent over rows. I love doing bent over rows with my sandbags and heavier bags. Then the next uh, next equipment that's extremely portable, and it's one of my favorite exercises, all around exercises for your body, especially for your core, are push-ups. Push-ups is such an old school exercise that f- everyone just forgets to do. I mean, it's always shocking when I go to a gym and I see these trainers teaching people to do all these new type of push-ups, and they're doing it wrong. It's like, geez, just teach your client how to do a basic, simple, proper push-up because they can't do all these other fancy push-up variations that you're attempting. It's just ridiculous. But the basic, simple push-up is all you need, and it works everything. It works your arms. It works your shoulders. It works your core. It's such a fantastic exercise. But what I love are push-up handles. And they're about 10 to 12 bucks. Push-up handles. The problem with push-ups is is that a lot of people don't like to do them because it hurts their wrist. And depending on how much you weigh, you are definitely putting a lot of pressure on your wrist. And it can be very painful. I know of individuals, many individuals, they're like, I just can't do push-ups because it just really hurts my wrist because I'm really overweight. So obviously a ways to combat that is not to do a full push-up. So do the do kind of the girl push-ups on your knees first and then work your way up. But the push-up handles makes push-ups a lot easier. So imagine the little handles uh, that kind of raise up a little bit off the ground so you have a nice grip and you can have multiple positions. You can do close grip push-ups to work your triceps. And then you could do regular medium, uh, you know, regular shoulder width push-ups. You can do wide grip. There's so many different types of variations of push-ups that you can do with these push-up handles, and it's extremely, they're ex- they're extremely durable and extremely portable. I mean, if you are going, if you're traveling, you can just easily put them on your overnight bag and do push-ups in your hotel room. And I just love them. And they start at ten or twelve dollars, so highly recommend push-up handles. The next thing is, is that I've always felt that Olympic-style movements are, are really some of the most underrated exercise that a person fails to do. The reason why? Because they're very complicated exercises. Power cleans, snatches, even simple things like squats and deadlifts. Uh, people have a very tough time in doing those type of exercises because it, they're complicated movements and you can get seriously injured if you don't know how to do them right. It amazes me when I go to the gym and I see these uh, egotistic individuals, you know, they're men, and they're tacking on as much weight as they can and they're, they're doing these you know, deadlifts and squats all wrong. They're rounding their back. It just, it, it just, I cringe watching these people. And because they're going to they're gonna hurt themselves. So Olympic-style movements are definitely the best for all-around body workout. But the one Olympic-style high-impact exercise that I love are kettlebell swings. 
if you research kettlebell swings, go on YouTube, type up kettlebell, and there are a lot of videos on showing you how to do a proper kettlebell swing. Please do not do the American version, which is the CrossFit version of the kettlebell swing where you, where you pass 90 degrees, which is right in front of you, go all the way up over your head. That's just, uh, you're just asking for future injuries in your rotor cuffs. Uh, just do a regular proper European style or Russian style kettlebell swing. And you will see a number of variations and how to do it correctly on YouTube. But kettlebells by far are my go-to number one exercise for all about, for full body workout. If I could pick one exercise, let's just say I had a choice and I couldn't do any other exercises for the rest of my life and someone was gonna give me like $100 million and they said you can only do one exercise for the rest of your life, that would be kettlebell swings. That is, it is a full body workout. It can be high impact, low impact, but kettlebells are expensive. They're very, very expensive. So the great thing is, like I talked about earlier about sandbags, they have also on Amazon sandbag kettlebells. And these are very inexpensive. They're just not very heavy. Like uh, some people, and again, some people make the mistake of using too much weight uh, with kettlebell swings. And you really don't need to use that much weight. I mean, I'm 185 pounds and I'm very strong for my size. But when I'm doing uh, kettlebell swings, I'm only using about 40 pounds, sometimes 35. And then when I'm feeling a little stronger, I'll do 50. But most of the time, I'm between 35 to 40 pounds and I'm doing repetitions of 20 to 25 reps. So kettlebell, sandbag kettlebells, you can buy them on Amazon as low as $10 and they go up to $60. Uh, for an example, a 10 to 15 pound kettlebell sandbag is like 10 bucks. And there are a number of vendors on Amazon that sell them. And I highly recommend getting a kettlebell sandbag. If you are, uh, if you're male, I would say uh, get something in that 20 to 25 pound. And for females, maybe that 10 or 15 pounds. But they're so cheap, you can buy multiple kettlebell sandbags. Then the next thing is our resistant, resistance band sets. So what resistance bands are is those little tubular bands with handles at the end. You may see them in your gym. You may see them in your local Walmart. I love them. I love them actually more than your suspension trainers like TRX. I have a number of different suspension trainers in all my different homes, and some of them are TRX and some of them aren't. Uh, but it turns out they're just all the same. TRX is just a little bit more expensive, and they are the first to market. You could buy many suspension trainers in places like Amazon, uh, for like $25, $30 that are made in China and are just as good as TRX. Uh, TRX are about 100 bucks, to 150 bucks. But the reason why I'm, I, I think TRX is just okay is because nobody likes to leave the suspension trainers on their door. They just look ugly. I don't. I don't like them. Where these resistance bands, first of all, they're, fra they're a quarter the price of these suspension trainers or TRX, should I say, and they're very portable because you just roll them up when you're done and you put them in a the little bag it came with. So for an example, I was just on Amazon looking uh, at prices for this podcast. So a resistance band set that comes in 
five to ten different resistances tubes start at twenty dollars. I bought one from my dad, and there were ten tubes in there, ranging from like one pound all the way up, and it came with one set of handles, or actually uh, two sets of handles for different types. Also came with a little uh, a little um, piece where you can also put on your door on your door jam if you want. Uh, but the whole set with a bag was like nineteen ninety five, and the whole thing easily fits because my dad travels a lot too in his in his carry on. I love these tubes. They're uh, they're very uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're very easy to use in the sense of you're not having to worry about weights, dropping them, banging them. Uh, some people are just very intimidated by using dumbbells or barbells, but these are just very easy because with every set of these resistance bands, you have a nice poster for reference of all the different exercises you can use. Personally, I like to use uh, these bands for shoulder and arm work. Uh, I have um, bad order cuffs from playing rugby, so I love to do very high repetitions exercises uh, with my shoulders. I love to use them for my arms, for like doing curls, very, very high repetition curls. When I'm talking about high repetition, I'll put on like a, a, low, uh, a low resistance band and I will watch maybe the news or I'll watch TV, maybe like a 30 minute show and I will continuously do a curl with resistance bands with very little rest uh, for the whole duration of the TV show. And it really gives my arm a nice pump and my shoulders a nice pump. It's a fantastic piece of equipment that only costs $20. And again, it's very portable. So if you are a traveler like me that lives out of hotels and sometimes hotel gyms are just crappy because all they, they really have are just treadmills, bikes, but they really don't have a lot of uh, free weights. And most of the time, sometimes they're crowded, where I will just have my resistance bands, and then I will have my push-up handles, and I'll just work, do a workout in my hotel room. And I'll talk more about hotel room workouts in another podcast. So again, resistance band sets, fantastic uh, piece of equipment. Then the next thing is our dumbbells, light dumbbells, because remember what I said earlier, Home workouts for me, and it should be the same with you, is really concentrating on one body part, on fixing that one body part that you want to get bigger, whether it's your arms, your shoulders, your chest, or even your legs. So I have a light pair of dumbbell sets. And for someone like myself, and again, a lot of people are very surprised at the light weights I use. And what people fail to understand time and time again is that bodybuilding and working your body to get to the physique you want, you don't have to bang out heavy weights. It's about using proper form, steady technique, uh, and just using light weights with high repetitions. I mean, you will be surprised. I only use heavy weights once every three months and I still get stronger and stronger because I'm also not prone to injury anymore. 
when I used to be younger, when I was a lot younger, and I used to work extremely heavy weights every single workout, I would always get injuries. For those of you listening, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. I get injuries, then I'm out of the gym for 30 days, then I have to start all over again. But when I'm using light to medium weights for high repetitions and proper form with very little rest in between sets, I've noticed that my strength still gradually increases. But the great part is my joints feel good and I don't have any sports injuries. So light dumbbells. So someone like myself, I only have, I have three sets. One is 10 pounds, one is 15 pounds, and one is 30 pounds. That it, that's it. Like people are surprised, like, wow, I'm surprised you don't have like 50, 60, or 100 pound dumbbells. Like, no, because it's completely unnecessary. My 10 pounds, I like to use those for my shoulder workout, 15 pounds for arm workout, and the 30 pounds, I would use that uh, for like military presses or, or uh, what do you call plyometric uh, jump squats. But those are probably one of the most used pieces of equipment in my home are the light dumbbells. And it's really nice too because sometimes when I just want to do a lazy workout, I'll just sit in front of the TV, and again, it's a perfect time to work out. Just sit in front of the TV, and then I'll bang out like uh, 200 reps of, uh, of curls. Or I will do 200 reps of uh, lateral raises, whether it's to the side or to in front of me. And I won't do it continuously straight. I will just keep doing as much as I can, catch my breath, and do another, catch my breath. So sometimes I'm doing, you know, a rep of 50, then after that it's a rep of 25, then another rep of 25, and so forth. So light dumbbells. And the light dumbbells on Amazon, like 10 pounds, is about 20 bucks. A pair of 15 pounders is about 30 to 35 bucks. And a pair of 30 pounders are around 40 to 50 dollars. And for the women, uh, you can buy the sets. So if you want lighter weights from, let's say, one pound, five pound, and maybe seven pound, uh, you could buy a set, and it's like about $39. And it comes with a little stand, too. Then the very last piece of equipment that I absolutely love, and these guys are a genius creating it, As I mentioned earlier, the kettlebell swing is by far my number one go-to exercise. It's tough, but man, it is just a great exercise. But kettlebells are expensive. And sandbag kettlebells, which I don't have because it's just not enough weight for me. So this company created what's called the kettle grip. And grip is spelled different. It's G-R-Y-P. So it's called a kettle grip. And it's about $35. And what you can do with a kettle grip is you can attach the kettle grip on any size dumbbell and convert that into a kettlebell. It's awesome. Because kettlebells, let's just say a 45-pound kettlebell just for one of them can be $50 to $100. And then when you're looking at 50 to 60 pounds and above, you're, you're talking over $100 for one kettlebell. Where this kettle grip you can attach any size dumbbell to it and convert that into a kettlebell. I absolutely love it. It's kind of hard to describe. It's just an orange handle, and you basically attach it, and you lock it onto a, a dumbbell, and then off you're, you're, you're off to the races. 
Uh, when you get on Amazon and you type it up, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So those are my favorite pieces of equipment. Now you're probably asking yourself, there's one piece of equipment that you're kind of probably surprised that I did not mention as a home, um, home piece of equipment. That's the jump rope. The reason why, actually I stopped jump roping. So I'm, I'm approaching, so I've passed my mid-40s and I'm approaching here to my late 40s. And I notice that my knees begin to hurt on high impact exercises. I used to love to jump rope. I mean, when <clears throat> I was in one of my best shapes in my life, I was at 165 at a, between, you know, about eight and a half to nine percent body fat. What I would do is in between my sets, whatever exercise I was doing, I would jump rope. And or I would jump rope in between set or exercises. So if I'm doing a chest workout, you know, uh, let's just say four sets of 25. After I'm done with that, I will jump rope for a couple minutes and I'll move to the next exercise. And then my finishers, at the very end of my workout, I would always jump rope. What I noticed is as I got older, after a day or two, my knees started hurting. It really started hurting bad because it's just so much weight that you're putting on your, that I'm putting on my knees. So I stopped jump roping and my knees started feeling better. And other things I started, I stopped doing are plyometrics, like jumping, like burpees, man. Burpees are actually, they're good if you're young and agile, but if you're old, maybe someone my age, and you've got sports injuries you're living with, burpees aren't the best exercise. It hurts your back and it hurts your joints, your you know your your legs and then your ankles too sometimes. So I don't do burpees anymore either. There are variations of burpees you can do that's not as high impact. But I used to love to if I didn't have my jump rope, I would jog in place. I would do plyo jumps onto platforms, and man, it just destroyed my knees. So I'm sure there's a lot of you listening to this and saying the same exact thing. You know, you may be in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, or even your 20s, and you have sports injuries in your knees. You're like, yeah, I can't jump rope either because it hurts my knees. So that's why I have not included a jump rope uh, with my home home gym because I just can't do it anymore. Not that I don't want to. I just can't do them anymore. So if you look at the list I've given you, I mean, you could just pick your variations, and all of these are going to give you a full body workout for under $100. So for an example, if you were to put a gym together, I would say grab a sandbag for $30. That's between 25 to 50 pounds. And that's going to do the heavy stuff. You can do squats. You can do military press. Uh, you could do curls with heavy weights. You can do bent over rows. You can do deadlifts. There's a lot of great um, multi-compound movements that you can do with a sandbag. So that's for big movements. Then, <clears throat> you have to have push-up handles. They're only 10 to 12 bucks. You have to get push-up handles. And then I would get like a set of resistance bands for only 20 bucks. So there you have it. I mean, just, just with the three of them, you're at uh, about $60 to $70. And then if you want to add something else to it, I would add some dumbbells. But just pick and choose, but those by far, and I've tried so many pieces of equipment. I mean, over the, the last two decades, I'm just thinking of all the exercise equipment that I bought that were trending out there, and I would use them for a little bit, then I would just sell them. 
whether it was a treadmill, it was a stationary bike, or it was like a multi-gym, a universal gym, or even Bowflexes or anything like that. They're great machines, but the problem is they take up too much space. And after a while, they may break, which is a pain in the ass. But after a while, you just stop using it. Where little pieces of equipment like this, it's very easy to say, oh, okay, so dinner is going to start at 6.30. Uh, so I'm just going to watch the evening news for 30 minutes and I want to bang out some squats. Or I want to bang out some push-ups and work my chest. Or you know what? Uh, I really want to get, you know, I really want to put some emphasis on my traps. Men, if you want to look big, you should work your traps. When you have big traps, you just look big. And you grab a pair, you grab your uh, your dumbbells or your sandbag, and you just do, um, you know, shrugs, alternate dumbbell shrugs on each on each hand, and you just do it right in front of the TV. I do that all the time. I love working at home. You know, I go to the gym for and use other pieces of equipment that I don't have at home, but I would say for spot treatments, especially my arms and my shoulders. And, uh, and my legs, uh, because I do a lot of just body weight, uh, body weight squats. Body weight exercise is one of the best for you. I mean, body weight squats is really a good way to get your legs big <laughs> and also to get them ripped. Uh, I love body weight squats. And some, you know, when I'm doing a home workout, I'll do anywhere from three to 500 reps. So that is pretty much my two cents and my input and my suggestions to you of how to build your home gym for $100 or less. Anything else uh, is kind of overkill. Because remember this, as you start to see improvements, so let's just say that you're like, okay, I don't like the gym, but I want to buy a universal gym because I just want to work out at home. But this is what's going to happen. As you progress, you see yourself progressing, and you see your body changing, your body composition is changing. 60 days, 90 days, you know, six months from now. You know what's gonna happen? You're gonna be like, I wanna go to the gym. You know why? The gym motivates you. The gym motivates me. Because there are individuals there at the gym, because there's always someone bigger than you, that I'm like, wow, I wanna look like that. It's motivating. It really is. It's really motivating to be in the atmosphere where people are really serious about building their body and it helps you push you to another level. So that's why what happens is, is that when I bought these equipment in the past, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to drive to the gym anymore. I'm just going to convert half my garage or convert my garage into a nice home gym. Then you just started collecting dust because I miss the interaction, not necessarily interaction, but just being around with people at a gym. It just makes me feel better and it motivates me more. So that is what the progression is, and that's how it evolves. So that's why I don't recommend these big pieces of, of gym equipment. But every once in a while, I'll talk in another, I'll talk in another podcast. If you are going to buy some big pieces of equipment, uh, what are the ones I do have myself that I do use on a regular basis, especially for morning workouts, because it's very, very convenient. So remember, when you're building your home gym, it should just be for spot treatments, for convenience. The idea 
is that you can bang out a quick workout in front of a TV in 15 or 30 minutes. Get a nice pump. Because it's true. When you talk to bodybuilders, you talk to anyone, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a huge, huge, uh, you know, uh, he, he speaks about this all the time. It's all about the pump. And when you're doing curls with 15 or 15 pound dumbbells for men and you've banged out, you know, 200 reps, your arm is just rushing with blood. You know, how I love to do a, a great home workout is I would do close grip push ups with my handles anywhere from, uh, I do reps of 30, and then I would alternate with either hammer curls or alternate dumbbell curls with 15 pounds and again doing reps of 20 to 30 reps. And by the time I finish a program, a 30-minute program, my arms are so swollen and it just feels great. And uh, so I highly recommend it. So this is going to definitely help you save some money. It's going to take out uh, the decision-making of, oh my God, what equipment should I buy? And it just doesn't have to be complicated. As I mentioned many, many times on my podcast, make it easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. Do the stuff that you enjoy because as you progress and as your body composition changes and as you start reading more, studying more about health and fitness and wellness, you're going to evolve and start doing more complicated exercises. But for the time being right now, just do what you love. And even some of my, myself, I still do what I love. Sometimes there are weeks where I would just work my legs every single exercise. Or sometimes I'll just work my arms for a whole week. It's okay. It's okay. It just keeps me from getting burnt out. You know, recently uh, I started doing Tabata training again, and I did that for so I lost when I lost a little over twenty pounds. I was I a large part of my workout was Tabata training, and if you don't know what Tabata training is, refer back to my podcast. But just as a quick overview, it's basically interval training where you're doing uh, one exercise or multiple exercises. So let's just say I'm doing uh, let's say bodyweight squats. Uh, I'm going to do eight sets of bodyweight squats, but I'm not counting repetitions. So it's a set, it's based, it's timed movements. So I'm doing 30 seconds of bodyweight squats, then I'm resting for 15 seconds. Then I'm doing 30 seconds of bodyweight squats, then I'm resting for 15 seconds, and it's intervals of eight. And when you're doing four intervals, four different body parts, and yeah, it, I mean, it's, you know, it's a little over 30 minutes of working out, continuous working out, you get winded. It's a great way to lose a lot of weight. It's a great way to get shredded, but you do get burnt out. So I did that for about a month and a half, and I got burnt out of that. So now I'm just back to doing what I want, and and, uh, I'm still progressing. So it's okay to change out your workouts, whether it be every workout, it's every month, every, you know, you should change it at least every three months, but try not to stick to the same thing for too long because your body is very smart. It's very, it's very, uh, it's really good at adjusting your stress levels. So if you're doing something for a prolonged period of time, your body just gets adjusted to it. I mean, how many of you have, let's just say, I've seen people, the only workouts they ever do is run on a treadmill and they look exactly the same 
uh, and they wonder why they can't tack on any muscle, it's like you got to change it out. It's like, okay, when you first start running on a treadmill, maybe you can only run for 15 minutes. And then now, yeah, you can run for two hours or three hours because your body's getting accustomed to that stress. So it's now it's time to change it up. So don't be afraid to change. And uh, please, uh, if, you're, if this is something new that you're doing, don't go and spend all this money on home equipment. Just try something, some of the recommendations I have, that's $100 or less, and give it a shot. Because you don't like it, it's cheap. Oh, and by the way, if you want even cheaper stuff, especially on dumbbells, go to Craigslist. There's always people selling home equipment for hell cheap because they buy it, they use it for two months, and then it just starts collecting dust. So, especially on the dumbbells, like if you want to buy kettlebells, I bought mine at Craigslist, I bought it for 50% discount. Um, they were so much cheaper than buying them retail. So other than that, thank you for joining me, and I will see you guys hopefully at the gym.